Welcome to the Shoreline Community Church Podcast, a community of love, acceptance, forgiveness, and belonging. For more information, be sure to check us out online at shorelinecc.com. Hey, good morning, everyone. Merry Christmas. We hope you are having a wonderful Christmas holiday weekend and enjoying time with your family. And uh, I'm so excited to share some scripture with you this morning. I want to talk about the light of the world and how this whole Christmas message ties together on this day that we celebrate uh, day after Christmas, but it is very much a Christmas weekend together. I want to just share three passages with you this morning. First of all, we'll start in Isaiah 60. Verse 1, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people. But the Lord rises upon you, and His glory appears to you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Another passage that took place about 700 years after Isaiah wrote, his words predicting that coming light into the world. And this, uh, the scene is a man by the name of Simeon. And he was a righteous man and he was a God follower. And God had told him that he would see God's plan of that light coming into the world before he died. And so the Holy Spirit said, okay, Simeon, this is the day. Get to the temple. Get ready because you're going to see the fulfillment of that prophecy from Isaiah. And sure enough, as Jesus' parents brought Jesus on his eighth day into the temple, Simeon recognized this is him. And so he took Jesus in his arms, and this is what he said. He said, Sovereign Lord, you have promised. You now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light of revelation for the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. One last passage is found in John's first epistle. He says, we write this to make our joy complete. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light and in him there's no darkness at all. I want to talk about uh, one of my favorite aspects of Christmas, and by the way, I love Christmas. I love everything about it. I like Christmas music. I even once in a while will watch uh, a Hallmark Christmas movie with my wife. That shows how much I love Christmas. And, and I, the thing I love the most about Christmas, I think, are the Christmas lights. There's just something about it, and they're so beautiful. There's nothing quite like coming home from a long day. It's dark early. It's a little gloomy. It's raining and cold. And we turn the corners. We come home and we have our lights on our house set on automatic. And so they turn on the same time it starts to get dark. And we turn that corner and ta-da, there's the beauty of our house lit up with Christmas lights. And it just feels so warm and inviting. My wife, Melora, says, it just seems like the house is happy. And so that's the whole idea of that light that shines in the darkness uh, during the season of, of great darkness around us. 
It's that beauty of those Christmas lights. And I can't think of a better illustration of our incredible God that is brought out in the idea of God is light, the illustration of light and how that, that helps us to understand how great our God is. And we, we have been talking in this Advent season, we've been talking about God coming, giving us hope, giving us peace, giving us love and joy. And this is all coming together this morning in one final thought about how that Advent came, that message of hope, that light came into the world in the Christmas season. And I just want to share with you, I'm not going to keep you too long this morning. Thank you for joining us online today. Um, but I just want to share some observations about light. I think it's fascinating to just look at the properties of light and how this applies to God. And then we're going to bring it home and talk about how this applies in our personal life. The first thing that is obvious about light is it illuminates. It, it's incredible, the whole properties of light. But uh, I'm so thankful that we have light. Now let me give you a, just a uh, kind of a little uh, sixth grade version of, of the definition of light. Light is electromagnetic, electromagnetic, excuse me, radiation, and it has both the properties of waves and particles known as photons. And so that's you know just a little simple definition, but it's just so much. There's so many complexities and unknowns and, and mystery to light, but it's just uh, something that God created. And, and it, first of all, that light that illuminates, it exposes darkness. As we saw in those passages, uh, people are in darkness. They need light. We need that exposure. And sometimes there's darkness around us. And, and the message of Christmas is God saying, I'm going to conquer that darkness. I'm going to conquer injustice. I'm going to conquer sin and the curse of sin and the things that hold mankind in darkness. It's that hope that comes to us in the form of light. Isaiah, Isaiah once again, 9-2 says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And we see those words repeated almost verbatim in Matthew when those words were fulfilled in Christ coming as the light of the world. In that deep darkness. I don't know if you've ever been in an experience where you could totally shut off all sources of light. I remember a few years ago I was helping direct a, a camp with uh, high school students. And we set up tours to go and visit a underground cave. And it was ice caves and it was just this crazy, beautiful experience. But they got us down into this deep cave and they were able to shut off the access to all light up above us. And they warned us, they said, okay, now we're gonna show you what absolute darkness looks like. Make sure you don't have any watches glowing or at that time I don't think there were too many cell phones. And so they turned off the lights and it, it felt uh, heavy. It was like you could feel the darkness. You could wave your hand in front of your face and not see anything. It was just a total elimination of all light. And, and I think, you know, that's kind of how, how the enemy of our of our lives 
Satan would love to bring in that absolute darkness to give us, uh, to take away hope and take away the light of Christ. But what is amazing is as soon as they turned any kind of light bulb back on, even a small bulb, it immediately filled that cave with brilliant light so we can see once again. And, and it's the whole idea of darkness has to flee 186,000 miles per second, the same speed as light. As light is turned on, darkness is done. Darkness flees. And, and it's the whole idea of Christ exposing darkness. The, the illuminating light of Christ, it reveals truth. And there's so much truth to God. There's so much to understand. Uh, once again, back in Isaiah 42, 6 and 7, it says, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take a hold of your hand. I will keep you and make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles to open the eyes of the blind, to free captives from prison and to release from darkness or dungeons those who sit in darkness. That illuminating light reveals, it sets us free, it, it guides us. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of light. And, and that truth of God, as he illuminates his truth in our hearts, the scriptures reveal God's character and his love and his compassion for his children, his desire for our best, his plans for our future, that we are precious to him. And, and so we allow that light of Christ to come in and show us how we are his children and what that means to us and how we walk with him and how we walk in that freedom of revealing truth to us. And so there's this beautiful illustration of the light of the world uh, revealing truth. The second property of light besides illumination is, is this, the, the artistic beauty. I, I think light and sh shadows and, and using the right light and photography and all those backdrops and lighting effects and all those things, I think that those are fascinating. I, I just, I love photography as far as, I love to take pictures of the dahlias I grow in the summer and just to try to get the right light and the right sunset and just to see the radiance of God's creation. And it, it, so it has that beauty and mysteriousness about it. I remember several years ago, I was fishing with a buddy and we were way up in the canyon of the Green River, way, way up in the mountains. It was one of the times I went fishing and I didn't fall and destroy my knee. And it was, so it was a good experience. And, and this is not down in the slimy tidal areas of, of this river. This is way up in the mountains. We had to hike way down a canyon to get there. And there's this, there's a scene that just kind of stuck in my memory and the water is crystal clear. We were going after summer steelhead. And the, the light was reflecting, the sunlight was reflecting off this, this rock wall and going down in and re refracting into the water. And there was this beautiful pattern of these like spider web, like, like a net kind of just dancing all around on the sand on the bottom of this river. 
and and my buddy said I was watching looking for a steelhead and he said look at that and I looked it's like oh my goodness that I've never seen anything like that just the beauty of that sunlight dancing on the bottom of that crystal clear water was so fascinating we sat there for a long time and just kind of got lost in that beauty and and I think that is so illustrative of our God who's so beautiful and so radiant and and so magnificent and so mysterious. We see in, in Psalm 104, it says, Praise the Lord, O my soul, O Lord my God, you are very great. You're clothed with splendor and majesty. He wraps himself in light as a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent. Isn't that incredible? I love 1 Timothy 6.16. It says, Our God is immortal, who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see. To Him be honor and might forever. Amen. And it's just so amazing, just the, the mysteries of God's creation and how it reveals Him over and over and how great He is. You know, I was studying, just fascinated with with trying to get an understanding of light and you know I'm not really I don't have a scientific mind but I but I'm just curious and so I like to research and dig and I found out that what we see with the human eye as far as the total light spectrum we see 0.0035% so not even 1% 3.5 thousandths of a percent of the total light spectrum. And one person illustrated that. He said, if you stretch something the width of a stick between Los Angeles and New York, and somewhere by your choosing placed a dime on that stick, that would represent the, the visible light to the human eye compared to the whole light spectrum. We only see a tiny fraction. And in that light spectrum, there's all the colors and, and all the beauty and things we see around us. And I just can't imagine what, maybe in heaven we'll see a lot more. Maybe we'll see the whole spectrum. And you know everything from infrared waves all the way up to ultraviolet, the gamma rays, and, and just you know all those things in between the beauty of what lies before us. It says in Scripture, we, right now we see through a glass dimly, darkly. And I think that's in context to what we understand spiritually and what we see of God's creation and His beauty and how great He is. You know, I've only had, in my entire life, I think I've only had one dream that I considered a true spiritual dream. Most of my dreams are just really weird. But there was one time I had a dream, and it was, it, it was so impacting, I'll never forget. Um, I saw in this dream, there was a lot, a lot of story there, I'll skip, but the, the sky opened up, and right there I saw the angels going into heaven. And, and this maybe was just me, just with a vivid imagination, but maybe it was just God just giving me a little glimpse. But the light that I saw as I glanced into that, that beauty of heaven was, 
was just beyond description. It was so bright and brilliant and beautiful. And, and that, you know, like I say, um, I like to think that was God just giving me a glimpse. But I think that's really what's going to happen. I think when we get home to heaven, we're just going to be totally amazed at the brightness and brilliance and, and Christ, as the light of the world, will be radiating before us. So we see light illuminates, it's beautiful and mysterious. And then the third thing is it's life-giving. Yeah, and we know that, you know, if you're a gardener, you need lots of light, sunlight. We need light to just function in this world. And, and we're so thankful that God has provided that, but spiritually, that's the area that we need to have Christ as that light in our life. Uh, John 1 starts out talking about this light that was from the beginning and says, In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And that's the theme of the Gospel of, of John, is so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, so that you may have life in Him, so that you may have true life, abundant life. Not as the world gives, but life that, that changes everything. To start a brand new walk with Christ and to say, Lord, I surrender my life to You. That's when life starts and truly begins. Jesus, you know, as I said earlier, He said, He's the light of the world. Whoever follows Him will never walk in darkness but we'll have the light of life. And one more passage in, in Psalm, it says 36, 9, it says, for with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. And so it's like when we come into the light of God, He reveals His truth to us. And for the first time, we see truth. We see more light. We want more light. We want to explore more about Him and invite Him in and, and reveal those areas of darkness and be set free and continue in that light and walk in that light. And so that's my challenge as we, as we bring this to an application point this morning. We can go on and on and on and talk about the beauty of God that is illustrated through light. But I just want to challenge you to two simple things. Here as we as we are heading into this new year and concluding our Advent series, first of all, let's walk in the light, because that light that has now come into us, that Advent that shines through us, God is saying, okay, now let's walk in it. That's that daily surrender to say, okay, Lord, here I am. I'm your servant. Help me to stay in your light. Help me to daily apply this and and expose those areas that are in darkness. I love Ephesians 5, 8 through 11. It says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. That's how you walk in the light. It's just that simple, saying, Lord, what pleases you today? What can I surrender to you today. What can I do to just walk in that refreshing new light every day and, and not let it get stale or old and just to make it new every morning? 
I love the passage in 1 John 1, 7. It says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of his son cleanses us or purifies us from all sin. And so it's that continuation saying, Lord, I'm walking with you and, and he covers us with his righteousness. And so I challenge you in this new year just to stay in the word, stay prayed up, be a light to those around you. And that's the second thought I want to conclude with here this morning is just to reflect that light. Because really, we can't produce it in ourselves. It's the righteousness of Christ in us. We just reflect it. We just get ourselves out of the way. And you know, I think of Moses, you know, when he got in God's glory, he absorbed that, that glory of the Lord and they had to put a covering over Moses' face because he was radiating God's beauty and splendor. And it's like, we can't hardly stand to look at you, Moses. And, and it's that whole idea of we walk with that light and this world is, seems to be getting darker. And I believe the darker the darkness becomes, the greater our light can shine, the greater our opportunity to radiate Christ Peter says, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous or wonderful light. And then Jesus reminded us, one last passage found in Matthew 5.14, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, neither do people put a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. So Jesus said, in the same way, let your light shine before man that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. And so when we do works of righteousness, it's not that we're trying to earn our, our way to salvation because we can't, we surrender to God and He pours His righteousness into us. But we, we walk in that light so that we can be a good witness to people around us. They can see that there's something different in us. And they ask, what is the reason for the hope within you? Uh, we have those opportunities around us every day. And uh, I could just share some stories in just recent days uh, as I'm going through physical therapy, getting a chance to let my light shine with those who are helping me recover from my, uh, my injury. And just, you know, they, they're going through life and they're just, uh, people just need to see that light, just reflect God's light at this Christmas season. You know, that Christmas day, that first day when Christ was born, I imagine just to most observers, it just seemed like another day. Another normal day, nothing had changed. But I believe in the spirit world, there was an explosion, something dramatic happened on that first Christmas. I think it sent ripples through the corridors of time saying, a light has come, a light has dawned, and, and there was Everything changed from that point forward. Christmas makes all the difference in the world. And I invite you, if you've never invited Christ into your life, 
All you have to do is just say, Lord, I need you right now. I don't understand it all, but that's okay. You just say, Lord, I need your forgiveness. I need your healing. I need light in my dark situation. And he comes in and he gives us that huge change. Christmas makes all the difference in the world, in our lives. My past is forgiven. He gives us the ability to deal with the present and our future is guaranteed, our future hope in him. And so I wanna just share, you'll see in the bottom of your screen, a few application points that I'd like you to just take and think about as we enter into 2022 very soon, another few days. But here's a good question. What is an area of darkness in your life that you need God's light to expose? And it could be just fear or worry or hurts or, or some kind of habit or sickness, struggles, financial struggles, some kind of turmoil in your life that just feels like the light hasn't really revealed that area and hasn't exposed it and, and it feels uh, awkward. And, and so what would be that area where you could say, God, come in and flood your light into that nook and cranny of my life so that I can walk in freedom and, and righteousness. Second thought here is, what's a fresh understanding of God's splendor and glory that is being revealed to you right now in the Word? And so as you stay in the Word, just be looking, Lord, how can I see more of you? What is this Word revealing to me about your greatness? And so look for that. Go through the Psalms this season and, and make uh, reading the Bible a daily habit that you can just be saying, Lord, show me fresh insight into who you are. Uh, how can I allow God's light to bring healing into to my world or into my family? What is my prayer for this Christmas season? And, and just saying, I would need to, to live this out. How can I live this out and allow that light to shine. And then how can I walk in that light and reflect the light of Jesus in this coming year? And it's gonna be a great year ahead, I believe. It's been, 2021 has been a little tough and um, it's been you know, tough for many of us, but I believe that God is in the future and He holds everything that we need to give us life and to shine that light in the darkness. I'm gonna encourage you right now as we share communion. Communion is, is kind of a great illustration of what Christ did and accomplished on the cross so that we could have light. And so I'm gonna encourage you if you have a chance right now as you watch online just to take some crackers or bread and, and just share with us in communion together. And I'm just gonna break the bread, and then we're gonna share the cup as you prepare. You can pause your video if you need to run and get ready for that, but um, please join me as we just bless these elements of communion. Let's take the symbol of the broken body of Christ, the bread. Father, I just pray right now that at this Christmas season, we would have a fresh understanding of your sacrifice, Lord, that was accomplished on the cross. 
Lord, that's our salvation, our hope, our future is all in you, Lord. And we run to you, the bread of life, not only the light of the world, but the bread of life. And we just share together in this communion. We share your, your body right now. Bless it. Lord, we thank you for the full message of Christmas is understanding how you not only came as a baby, but you lived a life of righteousness without sin, and you willingly laid your life down as the Lamb of God for our salvation, and your blood is that reminder of that precious sacrifice that was given for us. Lord, we bless this symbol of your shed blood. Lord, I pray this to be a fresh understanding, a fresh year ahead. Lord, as we put closure on this Christmas season, we bless this cup in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, thank you so much for, for joining with us online this morning. And, and God bless you. Have a, have a safe time. Enjoy time with your family. And uh, we hope to see you very soon. God bless. <laughs>